We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Miami Heat Beat Post Game Show. I'm your host, Carlo Navas. With me today should be Moose, but he's not here. But it's even better because we got Siobhan. We got Tim. Heat win. Kyle was good again. Tyler hit some shots. Mechanic opened the shop, kind of, I guess. You know, whatever. Uh, we look good, guys. Listen, Eric Reed said it. Vengeance week. I'm rocking the BAM. I'm rocking the Bam jersey because my man was also good today. Bon Tiff. So many positive things tonight without Jimmy in the game. Uh, Jimmy, you know, we've talked a lot about when Jimmy's not there, you know, we're kind of worried. You know, Tiff, I know you always say, hey, Pat, come on. Uh, let's, Let's start with Bam. Then we'll go to Lowry and then Tyler. And uh, kind of go through, you know, the kind of the impacts of the game. Uh, Tiff, I thought Bam tonight, you know, did what he had to do. Uh, stepped up, uh, uh-huh. you know, active as a roller. Active, you know, off the ball. The defense always speaks for itself. He was fantastic today. Yeah, I mean, listen, as 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 me and, as me and Shy like to say, he did what needed to be done. That's it. Bam has this uncanny way of plugging the holes on this team. Um, sometimes does it bite us in the ass? Yes, because you might need him to do too much. And tonight, he literally could he have done more? Yes, but I I, I like the way that he played tonight. He really tried to help guys out on defense. He tried to do just enough on offense. Um, he saw like. Kyle had it cooking, so he didn't get in the way. He wasn't trying to force his own offense because he saw somebody else had it cooking. I I like the way he looked tonight. Um, I like that he kind of uh, – he took a step back on offense because he saw somebody else had it going. But him taking a step back on offense, he still was able to get out and switch, help on defense, you know, try to help the guys with the boards, set screens. Like, he did all the little things tonight that nobody's going to notice because it's not in the box score. Bon, let's talk about 
Let's talk about the Bam Kyle pick and roll as a good transition. I thought yeah. late in the Warrior game, you know, really, really late in that third quarter, I thought they found a bit of a groove with Jimmy off the floor. I think Max and Duncan, Gabe, you know, even though Gabe has been struggling a little bit, is still a respected shooter in the league, is, is, is kind of keeping a guy with him. Opens up the game for them. Bam being, I think, aggressive going downhill, even when he knows he's not getting the ball. I thought that's huge, and I thought that really translated well to today when Kyle had it cooking and Bam as a roller. You know, Sabonis is too slow. They had no answer. 20 and 10, six assists. We'll get into the playmaking after this, but, you know, just sensational in that role. Yeah, I just point about Bam going to boards. First game against the Kings, six rebounds tonight, 11. Um, things that matter. But yeah, G, he and he and Kyle Synergy in the pick and roll, and really he and Tyler Synergy in the pick and roll. Um, what you said is is what it is. Rolling hard or or rolling in the way that sucks people in that warrants attention, even when you don't, even when you know you're not getting it. It's not always about you as the roller being the receiver of the pass. It's the gravity that you suck in. Um, it's the respect that you make them pull to you so that we can. Um, kick open and and have some other stuff open. So I think look really good. And and to to your point about him, it's like it you can see where he stepped back a little bit, but kind of midway through the third when it was kind of time to get going, you could also see when his energy picked back up and was like, okay, let's you know let's let's step on it a bit. This is my time to reassert some too. Um, he and Kyle look really good together. As long as Kyle puts it in a good place for him, he's yep. gonna go get it. Sometimes Kyle just be flinging that shit. <laughs> Man, my man's wild. What do you want? You know, yeah. he had a he had a suicide pass tonight where it was so high he just wanted to kill himself. Like, <laughs> and he gonna try to do it. Are you talking about the lob right. that Bam had to like get yes. with his? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was funny. Yeah, no, they look good. And like I said, rolling hard when even you're you're not getting it, it it still opens up stuff for everybody else. Yo, shout mm-hmm. out to yeah. Smiles Smiley uh, TK three for the for the tier one. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, Orzo in chat got said Kings got their oil change tonight. Uh, response to the mechanic, I imagine we're going to get into Deadman a little later. Uh, Tiff, last thing, on, last thing yes. on Bam before we transition. I thought the playmaking, he was back to what I yeah, think we expect. And part yeah. of that is Jimmy's not in the game. One fewer ball handler. Bam was in that elbow spot that he likes and spell offenses yeah. really from Chris Bosch on. Love bigs right. in the elbow spots. Guys were moving. Tiff, we talk about this so much, how dudes are stagnant. And I think with this, you know, kind of unit, a lot of active bodies cutting, letting Bam get to guys. Their shooters were playing well, getting downhill. I thought the playmaking was really sensational for him tonight. You know, his, it's funny because like, and I don't know if you guys understand when I say this, but like his playmaking, it, opens it up for other people to play make. Um, for instance, like he came down once and he made a nice play. Um, actually, I think it was, might've been to Caleb, but with that, the defense kind of laid off him a little bit. It was like the next possession down or something. And he was able to do like a quick give and go with Max because he had that open space because they didn't know if he was going to pass it, if he was going to shoot it. Um, his passing makes him aggressive. And I don't know if you guys understand what I mean by that. Shy, do you 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 know what I'm saying yeah. about yeah. that? Um, because sometimes it's like, yeah, we want Bam to shoot, 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 but that passing is it makes other people aggressive because he can get shots for other people. Because 
he might not be the best shooter, but if you watch tonight, he is a respected shooter. They're gonna that guard him. That mid range is the fuck solid. All this it's season. wet. Yes, yeah. and and they're gonna guard him and they're gonna play him for it. And and this is why I always say like we need constant motion because the lanes are there when we have the shooters on the court. Yeah, you yeah. we were able to get Kyle back door. Gabe went back door. Uh, Caleb went back door for the dunk. Max went back door a couple of times. Like you, it's there. Yeah, it's 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 right there for the taking. I thought our guards, I thought Max Duncan, our guards were screening really well for our for our others players to kind of get in the mm-hmm. paint and curl. I, they, I I know Max set a really nice screen uh, for for Tyler, and they they just Bond. They're doing. I think this. I think the Warrior game was a good precursor because I was really like, hey, Jimmy iced it. You know, their bench mob did their stuff, and I thought they figured a couple things out. And I thought mm-hmm. this game was kind of an application of let's get back to basics. Let's do Miami Heat basketball stuff. Move, cut, play hard, be active, and, and surround our guys to and everybody contributed. Let's let's get back to some of the Miami Heat tenants, but better and mm-hmm. adding other things around it. To the point about Bam's playmaking and the motion and getting back to what we do. Um, I think that's some of the frustration. I think when you saw. Um, in the last year or the year before, whichever year was the year of the DHO, it's like we were getting a lot of stuff off of that, but we weren't getting anything else on the other side. We weren't getting any motion. So being able to be have those two effective people in the DHO and surrounded with other movement and Duncan being, a, he's out here splitting pick and rolls, like who do you think you are? Um, and so getting back to some of the things that we know work well for us, but then adding other things to it and, and really opening up um, guys in their individual skill sets opening up um other things and we were, we've been talking about screening a little bit we talked in the in the chat and i over the last couple of games i was watching the kings game the first one and the first warriors game we didn't do a good job screening like the guards didn't jimmy wasn't he was just kind of just getting there and like no one was actually like putting jimmy the body looked- on Sorry to cut you off. I think Jimmy looked huh? like he wanted to pop for three more than he was interested in, like, was rolling. actually trying mm-hmm. to. Exactly. Um, Gabe has really good stance and, and position on, on his in his screening. And I think all the guards did. And I, Frankie talks about it a lot. If we can get some of that screening for Bam turning the corner, going downhill, and now you're either going to get out of his way because he didn't dump on you. His that little shot put push shot is there. Guys cutting from opposite 45 or like the baseline. You just have. Um, so many things. And so I like what you said, like Getting taking some line. stuff that we, yep, some stuff mm-hmm. that we know works, adding other things, doing those things better. And maybe we can still continue to apply screen setting in other kind of different or traditional, more creative ways. Yeah. Traditional and yeah. some more like the Absolutely. guard to guard and some guard to big stuff. I think right. Kyle's good for the guard to guard stuff because he's like a bigger guy. So, you know, you, I want to see Kyle do some of the guard to big stuff. Let Kyle and Gabe and like Max, let them, all of them, let them screen for Ben. Just get him. Yeah, absolutely. Going. Uh, last thing uh, 27 assists tonight for the Heat. Uh, if that were their average for the regular season, that would put them in the top 10 at eight. They're currently 14th. So, more of that ball movement and, and to Bond's point as well, the guard screening. I thought yesterday, you know, the, the not, not big to small, I guess wing to small, you know. I thought Gabe mm-hmm. yesterday really was tough. He was the guy that was screening for Jimmy every time down the stretch, whether it was Poole or Curry to get them in the action, and it was to let Jimmy go to work. We saw how he iced the game. 
uh, and he's shooting well, so he's kind of drawing defenders. So shout out to Gabe for for being, being tough and the guards mm-hmm. for kind of really yesterday. I know you love I know you love your man. I got to give him a shout. I do. I need him. I love and I love that everyone has an appreciation for the other things that he does now. But now I'm like on the main, like not the main thing, the big thing. I need some shots falling. Yeah. But we're still doing everything else. And that's that's improvement. We're holding it to right. higher standards. Um, yeah. Speaking of higher standards, <laughs> shout out to Vane Hype for the tier one sub to Malik Monk. Uh, Tiff, my boy tonight. <laughs> I wanted to get, I didn't want to open the show. I didn't want to seem biased. My boy tonight. He was great. He... 22 points, five rebounds, seven assists, two steals, uh, 57% shooting. Uh, really, I thought got him in gear a lot. Uh-huh. You know, I know that he struggled shooting the, the three at the end, but he started off really hot. Um, you know, kind of finished two for seven. I, I like that he's getting them up. I think that's right. important. I thought the way he screened, cut, moved, got out of guys' ways when he realized that he wasn't the hot hand anymore, which I think is one of uh-huh. his strengths. Uh, Tiff, I think. Yes. You know, we talked about this on Hangover Time with Ethan yesterday. I know somebody earlier, uh, Sager in chat said, I'm convinced Kyle watched Ethan versus G on Hangover Time yesterday. Buddy. This is him on the second night of a back-to-back, and this is the guy that they need. I don't think they need him. I don't even think they need the 22 points every night. Some they will, some they won't. But I think right. they need the kind of activity, the getting to the rim, which he got to right. the rim. You know, we talked yesterday with Ethan. He doesn't look like he can turn the corner. And on the second night of a back-to-back, he looks right. like he could. And sometimes against Kevin Herter, who's not a bad defender, you know, and not that the Kings are uh, on uh, an all-defensive team like the Warriors or anything, but I think this is such a positive building block for him. And it sucks that we have to talk about him that way, but I just think that we need to start tack- stacking Ws on top of each other. Right. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing is, um, no, he's not going to give you 20-something every night. Like, Let's let's calm down, people. Everybody's like, why can't he do this every night? Because he can't do this every night. Let's be realistic. (laughs) Right. Like, let's be realistic. Like, take it where you can get it. And we needed it tonight, and he gave it to us. But I think one of the things that, like, for me, what stood out about how he maneuvered on the floor, it's the spacing. Like, you – like, when there's just him, Bam, Tyler, and then whoever else – there's not enough space on the floor. Like that's it's you know, be realistic yeah. about it. The the turnaround jumper that he got, I think it was over Sabonis at the end almost. Yeah. That's because there was space on the floor to get the shot off. For him yeah. to like maneuver, get to his spot without people being in his way. He had the shooter spread wide. So either I'm gonna shoot it or I got Duncan over here, Max over here. Or if it, I think it, oh, I think it might have been Max and Tyler in the game. So at least, you know, he had people wide. You had Bam dropping low. So I think that, like, he can get to certain spots on the floor, but he needs room. Yeah. And you know what else the spacing does for you? Not even just for you as the shooter being able to get yourself in the ball in space. It gives space around you so that you can do a change of direction move mm-hmm. and create space from the defender like if if there's if it's too crowded around you that means there's nowhere for your defender to be like shook into because there's there's no space for him to fall back into so that specific play he that the turnaround with the long step he -hmm. was able to kind of get so much space off of DeMontis because there was so much space around the two of them for DeMontis to kind of like fall back into yeah I thought you know, just 
I think the pace they play at with him is, is really good. And, and I agree with everything about the spacing, but I'm not worried about that. Cause I do think, I do think yeah. if Jimmy, you know, underratedly, you know, uh, Jimmy as a shooter, you know, 39% for three this year. Don't know how sustainable that is. Uh, Very. 39, but, huh? He has yeah. to keep shooting. And I, he he's, keep, he's not scared. Whether it goes up or down. No, exactly. That's it. He has to be willing. And it, I, yep. I think it's sustainable. And if he's going to, you know, at least hover around maybe 37%, you know, even mm-hmm. if he's at 35%, I think. He's going to say 35 yeah. I mean, because, like, yeah. bro, 23, 25, 24, you know, the last couple of years. <laughs> uh, if he's, like, legit, like, he can make these. Like, Dwayne, like how Dwayne was. Not that Dwayne was a dead-eye shooter, but, like, you're going to leave Dwayne Wade open at the end of a game? You know what I mean? Like, he ain't right. Westbrook. So, I think that that's going to help Kyle. I think, you know, the fact that they had multiple guys that could handle the ball, you know, Kyle can Mm -hmm. inbound knowing that, okay, I got Tyler who can handle. And then when Jimmy's in the game, you have multiple options and bam as well. Good decision makers. I think he's, I think he's kind of coming into form into kind of, I I don't think the first couple games, you know, the first game was truly horrid against the bulls. Uh, and then the the second Raptor game, I thought he was really really bad. And I thought the other ones it was passable. But again, like we can't we can't talk about him. Like okay, he was. We cannot make excuses and say he was passable. I think he needs to be good more than he is not right. good. And I think he's put together more than enough games. I think of good play to hopefully ease people. And I understand that like you know you have a lot of cap invested in this guy. You know you need him to be good. If not, you're not going anywhere. You know, because yeah. the decision was made and he's the guy that you have and he's supposed to be your floor raiser. And I thought tonight when your best player, when your Hall of Famer, when you're fucking drag you by the neck to within a shot of the finals or in the finals, play LeBron to a push. When that guy, arguably top 10 in the world, when he's at his best is out, you know, Kyle, I think, picks up a lot of slack and the playmaking the leadership, you know, I was at the game yesterday and uh, shout out to Christian Hernandez who gave me tickets uh, and Christian has good seats. You can see and hear like the communication. That guy is always talking, always talking. Bam, too. They're always talking. And I think that matters. And for as veteran as this team is, they got a lot of young guys, you know, Gabe, you know, Max is a 26, Max is 26, but you know, he's, he's still kind of new in the league, you know, all these guys. So, you know, Tyler, of course, even though he's in third year, still developing young player who's improving. So I think that is all like really, really critical. And I'm just happy for our man, uh, you know, getting it tonight. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Last thing I'll say, uh, Bon, I want, I want to go to you first and then Tiff on this. Finishing at the rim, these are not with tonight's numbers. Uh, dunks and threes has them at 55% at the rim in the 20th percentile. Not good. How does that – I thought tonight he was better. I know he gassed the layup uh, in the fourth, but I thought generally he looked good. I think I, – do you, do you see that continuing to improve? And so I think that it can. I think his takeoff spot has to be different. Sometimes he's getting himself too deep to where he's probably not going to finish. And and yesterday when you and um, Ethan were going back and forth a little bit, I disagree a little with Ethan in that and, – and I, and I agree with you a little bit in that he's still – However he's doing it, <laughs> you're stupid. Whether it's <laughs> keeping guys on his back, he still has a really respectable first step for the most part. Right. I think I think once he – the initial boost, he's around the corner or he's got someone behind him. It's what he does after that part. And so sometimes, like I said, he's, he's getting a little too deep trying to finish. Um, I, I – I want him to take off differently, I guess, but I also want everyone else around him to present themselves in a way so that he can make that kick out. Mm -hmm. Like the the one that he drove in and got out to Max, maybe he could have gone up, maybe he could have forced something out with the <laughs> left hand, but right. to not, but Max also to be in his vision to where it was able mm -hmm. to get, Tyler was in the corner and, and knew that that wasn't his pass. He was like, you know, Max up here. And so, um, I think some of it has to be decision making on his yes. end, but some of it also has to be them giving him outs um, in the event that he does get right. in there and get kind of hung. I want him to do. I don't. I maybe I want Tyler to work with him or something like that. Like I feel like he has a lot of spots where he can give me like a little bit of a floater, a little bit of a runner, and not yeah. have to rely on getting all the way to the backboard and the rim, but just getting around enough and then keeping people behind you and just giving right. a little a little shot put over the rim, but I think, I think he'll be okay. He's, he's better decisions once we get in the, the box in the restricted area. Yeah. Tiff chats, uh, you know, Forrest Pulp accurately says Kyle shot a, a career high on two pointers. He was 63% at the rim last year, which was a career. It was tied for a career high, uh, with the year prior. So, uh, <laughs> kind of funny, but, uh, you know, he's, he's really good. And I think that he'll I'm continue to improve. I'm sorry, 69%. Excuse me. He's at 69% last year, which was a career high by a lot. That's crazy. Right. That's a crazy that, number for guard. Is that on the same or equal like volume or like number of attempts? That I don't that know. Would be the part uh, that I, had I imagine it's on fewer attempts because, you know, the yeah. previous years he was in Toronto and, you know, kind of the main right. juice to their offense uh, other than the choir. But yeah. No, I think I, – I, I agree with – I agree with Shy, but I also think like – sparingly we don't yeah. want him just drive into yeah. the basket 60 times a game exactly. um at this point like we just like we said he's old now so we want him to pick his spots um when he sees it's there take it you when he's got the, when he's got the to force on. it because you do have exactly then go ahead but like you can't we don't the thing is like i said earlier like Tonight was a very good game by him that we needed. We don't need him to have to come out and have to force a thousand shots just to get 20 points. We want him to play within the flow of the offense just like everybody else. Yeah. So if he comes out the next game and we win and he gives us 12 and 8, guess what? 
That's the Kyle that's we want. That's the Kyle Lowry. That's what you, yeah. that's what <laughs> we want. Like, you know, you don't want you don't want him having and the other thing is too, like, you want him to preserve his body. He goes to the hole, he goes to the hole with reckless abandon. He's throwing himself into people, throwing himself on the floor. We can't do that everywhere. He like rolls his like feet. It's like Dwayne. But Dwayne yeah. was better because Dwayne, you know, cushioned his fall. You know, uh Kyle's just like fucking flying in. Holy oh, damn. I mean, Kyle got more cushion, but Dwayne used it better. Dwayne, Dwayne, it was like a turtle, (laughs) like a turtle on its back. You know, like really, you know, it was artful. Listen, um, just one last thing on him. I'm, I'm happy for him. Me too. Yeah. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for me because I don't want to, I didn't want to have to wake up in the morning and read all the tweets. Sick of it. Like. (laughs) I'm fighting for my life for him. You, uh, you keep putting up a valiant ass yes. fight. G-, G been fighting for his life I for love two my seasons. Man. Ride or die. Technical. You know, you know how Every- sad it is when I got to come out here and be like, we got a bad game, but guys, come on. You know, it's, it's like the person when, like, their partner, like, you know, does some bad shit for the 10th time. They're like, no, but, you know, honestly, he's not so bad. I just, I just only tell you about the bad him. stuff. I know right. he. Y'all don't know him like I know him. You don't see the sides of him. He called my mama hoe and keep my car six times, but I love him. Like, give him a chance. That's Hassan. <laughs> no, that that was Hassan fans. Oh, damn. I love Hassan. Listen, I I love I love Hassan. He was he was he was very nice in the locker room. Uh, let's get into Tyler, guys, because my man hit the biggest shot of the game. He's had a rough season, particularly his stuff with Tyler uh, with Kyle. The lineup date I tweeted earlier, uh, it's just abysmal. I think he and Kyle like have no good lineup combination and they're they're better us apart. Like Kyle's like plus nine per hundred possessions without Tyler, and Tyler's, you know, they're like minus twelve together. It was bad. It's bad. But caught but Tyler, listen, put it together, got to the rim a lot, got to his spots. I think was super decisive, Siobhan. I thought the pull up game was confident. I, I, I thought he played with purpose. I think part of it might just be because more of the offense ran through him and, you know, there was less of a ball to share, you know, and I think that he knew his role like, okay, I got to score tonight and I got to, the ball's coming to me. I'm going to score, but credit to him because they needed him to shoot well. He did. I thought he was decisive, smart, and, and played, as you said earlier, the pick and roll with Bam was good. The cutting, the cutting, very active, even if he wasn't getting the ball. Uh, I loved everything I saw from him tonight, and when it counted, I mean, yeah. there's nothing to say. Made the bucket, you know? The decisiveness. I think some of the frustration with him, or at least for myself, comes when it's like the, the air sometimes feels like it begins to be like a like a balloon with a, with a slow leak. The more he pounds it or like the more he kind of dribbles in place and isn't really getting anywhere with it it's like he may be some of his ancientness builds at the time but then it's like the rest of the offense like slowly deflates with kind of every tween tween cross behind that we're not getting any north south or even east west sometimes um uh uh actual movement happening but i and so to that i like you know what you said about him being decisive and especially in the mid range, um, in the intermediate, um, quick, good jab, one dribble pull up. And, and his pull up is so nice. It's so silky. It's so, mm-hmm. um, he's so able to get to it that I think that's why, like, all of that gets frustrating for me because you don't, you 
kind of don't really have to do it. I know a lot right. of it is is rhythm dribbling. It's like gearing yourself up to actually make the thing, like make the move to propel you forward. But he doesn't need that a lot of times. Um, I'm sure a lot of it was a function of knowing. I, he knows that they need him to score every night, but knowing that Jimmy's out, maybe a little a little more relaxed in that knowing and, you know, whatever the comments and the chirps have been um, over the last couple of days between Kyle and exposed comments, however you want to interpret that. So some of hearing that, but then also knowing, okay, they do need me to score tonight. Even though I did hear this, maybe I can blend kind of whatever my changed mindset was going to be from that with still knowing that they do need me. So let me just go about it in a, I don't know, in a, just a real, kind of calm and uh, efficient, um, not so much wasted movement type of way, mm-hmm. wasted energies type of way. And he looked really good. Yeah. They need that for him, from him. Yeah, they do. Tiff, how you feel about those 12 rebounds? Because I feel like that, his, he's always active there, but I feel like that <clears throat> is as big a thing, especially with the way the season has gone. Yeah, yeah I, I look at that more than I look at the points. Like, I look at the rebounds because we ain't got nobody. So who has the ability to kind of step up? He has such an innate ability to, like, know where the ball is at all times. I think that's, like, something that's very underrated about him. Like, he knows where the rebounds are. He knows when the shot goes up, he knows where the ball is going to bounce because he's always in the right position. And – no, he doesn't have long arms or anything like that, but he's always able to snake his body in yes. front of somebody. That's the yeah. one thing that that I think is so underrated about him that he has the ability to say, "Okay, the ball's going here," and he and he does it without fouling. He gets in there, he gets people on his back, and he gets the ball. And let's let's be honest, a lot of times he's under there, he's pushing, he's shoving, but he's doing it in such a sneaky way that like he can get these boards. We need help on the boards. Like you need the guards in there. Bam can't do it by himself. So you need, you know, you need, you need, you know, eight by him. You need four by somebody else. You need five by somebody else. Like this is how they're going to have to play until they don't have to play like this anymore. Um, I, I think that if him and Kyle can figure out how to lessen the blow of what, what did you say it was a minus 12 or yeah, b- bad minus yeah. a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if they can figure out how to lessen that blow, we will, we'll start to look a lot better than we've even looked these last two days. Yeah. But that's something that, you know, it's not going to happen just sitting there. They're going to have to play it out and it might get a lot uglier before it gets prettier. Which Bond. is what it is. It is. And that's well said. Bond, did you have anything? I wanted to, to, to switch gears real quick, but did you want to add anything to that? No, I. The, what she said at the end, if the two of them can figure out how to make their their minutes work, and I don't know if it's more of either one of them off the ball more or like if Kyle's kicking it to him, be decisive again in, in, in what it is you're doing move it yourself or go ahead and go directly into into your your bag without giving you know a bunch of stuff in in, like not going anywhere um i i'm happy from from what i saw from him and 
I, I hope it continues. I, I want to see what he looks like, you know, when Jimmy comes back and, and where his mentality is reintegrated with the fullness of what is the starting lineup. And last thing about his rebounding, I think some of that comes um, from one, he wants to rebound, but two, as an offensive player, you can, you have an idea of like when your own shots are off. And so you have an understanding mm-hmm. of when other people are shooting different angles, what side of the floor is probably going to bounce over here. Like you have a kind of an, an anticipation on just how the ball bounces off the rim, being someone who um, has it in their hand a lot, I think. Absolutely. Um, they won the turnover battle, which I think is huge as well, They which they did against the Kings as well. I think they turned the ball over eight times and still lost the game. That's listen. They need to, you know, they won the rebounding battle tonight, and they won the turnover battle tonight. And I think on a lot of nights they're gonna have to win those to correct for kind of other places. Uh, I'd be can... interested what points in the paint were if anyone can pull that up. So I do know that Miami got to the rim thirty six percent of their offensive possessions as opposed to Sacramento's thirty, um, which is I think just big time for them. I think just winning that battle, just getting to the rim, um, I think is huge. Um, the half court, you know. I thought they were they were decent, not as great. I thought they were good when they were kind of in giddy up mode with Kyle. Um, 125 points for 100 possessions. The offense wasn't the best today, but I love the process of everything that they did. And yeah. it's to understand you're missing your best player. Your offense is never gonna, and yeah. especially the shooters missed so many open looks. I thought that was the other part of it that you know Gabe yeah. missed some gimmies. Max Duncan Duncan missed like three. But the the one uh, the offensive rebound to the other one. I was so sure that second one was going in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. they're good on that end. Uh, Tiff, last thing before we go, mechanic De- Dwayne Dedman uh, played really well today, and I think the last few games he's looked like a real backup center again, which I think is pretty big for them because obviously Jovic didn't play tonight and Yurt is still with injury. Right. Uh, I think the fact if he can give them something without them dying, uh, he was plus one in his minutes. That's eight a, rebounds. That's a fucking win. Yep. Eight rebounds. Like if yeah. they don't die and they don't even have to like win the minutes. They just can't die. And right, I right. think he's... Mm. What did you say, Bon? I said three assists. That's some three charity. It <laughs> is. No, for real, that you don't you, account for. No, I know. I agree. Yeah. How many points do we win by? Shit. Three. Three? <laughs> hey, yeah. Not a lot. Three. Right. Hey. There, you, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you... The sad part is... You're gonna to have to play him either way. <laughs> so, so take what listen, take what you can get and run with it. He listen, what did he have? One moving screen tonight? That's, that's a win. That's a progress. Win. That's a win. That's, what is that called? Home whistle. What is that called? Growth. Growth. <laughs> I was gonna say home whistle, but yeah, that too. <laughs> my man, my man was sprinting to screen. Did you see that too? Yeah. He yep. was hustling. He was He's running. like, I got it. I got one job, and I'm gonna fucking do it. He gave us that that flat footed ass three yeah. a couple times. Yo, he gets um, out the floor like this much. I asked y'all in the chat. Devin got the green light. Yeah, kind of. It's yellow. Because he was. It's, it's like neon green. It's I, some green yellow. I think he has. To, like I, I think it's just good for them to have more shot diversity out of pick and roll with him. Because well, yeah. I think the offense just a little stagnant, especially when, you know, if it's him and Jimmy in the pick and roll, 
you can kind of sit under, like way under, because you know, like yep. well, this motherfucker's not popping. And if Jimmy wants to take a pull up, whatever. Like I'd rather, because because the thing with Jimmy is like you don't want him. He might make it, but you don't want to foul him. Like that's the worst case scenario, I think, if you're the defense. Right. So I think that him kind of giving that diversity should should green light it. Yeah. I, I'm in. I'm, I'm good. Great game. Who we got next? Indiana on Friday. Ryan's uh, Spravero in chat says Ben Simmons calling Deadman for for pointers. <laughs> ben doesn't need a mechanic. Man needs a man needs a therapist and God. Uh, he needs a lot. Hope hope Ben is okay. Uh, uh, his back is bad, right? Is he hurt? I don't. I honestly, I, I'm just sad for the whole thing right now. Just sad. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Brooklyn yeah. and ice. I'm and just rice. yeah. Let's we. They literally should just pick up Brooklyn, unplug it, <laughs> Put plug it, it back in. Oh. Put it in rice. Blow. Blow on it. Tap it. <laughs> Tap the Maybe like maybe like those like those fine Dyson attachments like kind of make sure that you get everything. They. Yeah. I, I just want. I'm I'm sad because like, it's it the for the NBA in itself. Yeah. Like that's it's just the eyesore. It's literally like Lord of the Rings. You just walk in and you just see shit just happening. Your feet <laughs> muddy. You see goblins and hoblins. They've become the six. I made up hoblins. They... I made up hoblins. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Lord of the Rings, so I was just going. I don't she know what's was nodding. She was nodding. I was like, gonna yeah, let you go with it. Yeah, yeah. Yep, those. Yeah. See those too. I know. I'm familiar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> That's it, G. That was the hard out. 